What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Talk My Credo podcast. I'm your boy Dante here with my fam in the building. Nas, what's going on, my guy? <laughs> what's up, bro? What's good with you, Dante? What's good with you? The Late Night Flight podcast comes on weekly, maybe every 10 days, depending on how I feel. It is on your Spotify. It is on your iHeartRadio. It is on your Amazon Music, your Audible, your Google Podcast, your Apple Podcast, your Spotify, and if you listen, like, right now, right now, you'll know how to get this late-night flight fedora. Look at it. It looks great. Got the late-night flight on it on the side with the logo. And then, now, for all you brunches, see, I don't go to brunch, all right? I'm cool. But all you brunches, like, the way I had, like, this for some reason. I don't know what this is about. This is a little too cutesy for me. But if you do like the way you had like this, you got the pilot logo right here, or one of the logos, and then you got pilots right there. But you know me, I like the way mine's down low, strip club style, male review style. You know, I gotta shake them out of wind them hips, you know, wind them hips now, bro. I can't even do it. I can't even do my impression the way I want to. But you get the point. You get the point. <laughs> All you need right okay. now, is wine music. I just be like, I'm just a bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> So, so let everyone know if they want a fedora, where should they go? Where do they need to go? Okay, so my homegirl, she has her own shop. You can go on Instagram. It is called Chapeau Way. I, I like to spell things. That's why I, I have the paper uh -huh. next. I'm looking this way, but you don't know what I'm looking at, but I'm looking at paper. So C-H-A-P-E-A-U underscore way on Instagram. My homegirl, Shate, uh, love you. She's probably mad because I had this hat for a full year. I really don't wear it because I don't like to wear hats, personally. <laughs> 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 I'm not a hat guy, you know what I'm saying? I'm just not a hat guy, but I, I think these hats are wrong. You get a blue one. She got pink. Olive green, uh, a deeper blue than this, like a navy blue. Got all types of colors, man. They fire, man. Fire, fire. See, he, here, here's why I'm feeling some type of way. But shout out to Shap Away. Uh, and I'll, I'll spell it just to make sure you guys need it. I'll make sure I put a graphic up for everyone. Is C-H-A-P-E-A-U underscore way. This is why I'm jealous of my wife. I'm jealous of my wife because she can wear any type of hat. So it, it, it doesn't matter what type of hat she, she puts on. It fits and it, it just works perfectly for her. And so any hat that I have, I automatically just give it to her. I'll try to wear it one or two times and I just give it to her because it's going to look better on her anyway. So um, shout out to my wife, uh, even though I'm extremely jealous and I'm, I'm low key hating just a little bit because I can't wear these hats. Hold but on, but it's all good. I'm not. I'm not trying to like manalize or anything, but you look like mm -hmm. you have what in the in the, what they in the barbershop, what the barbers would say. You have the perfect head. You can't you can't just jump out and say you have the perfect head. People would think things. I'm just so right, exactly. Yeah, you know, I can't say that, you know. Barbers, the barbers was these are barbershop terms, okay? This is what the yes. barber would say. Like, hey, this person right here has that perfect crown, that perfect peanut head. You have that. Yes, but for whatever reason, it doesn't translate well. Just whether I'm rocking just a fitted, a fedora, um, you know, just whatever type of hat. Even Scully, it just doesn't, it doesn't translate well. And I don't understand the disconnection that happens from the hat by itself versus the hat when it's on my head. It just doesn't, I don't understand. I don't understand maybe you, it. 
hairline. Or, or maybe you need that Steve Harvey uh, toupee. Uh, like his toupee was like the sharpest flat top in history. I never yeah. knew that man had a toupee. It took me 20 years. I never, I never knew. I, honestly, I'm trying to think. When I find it, because it, he went from like seven inch high top to just bald in like a week. And I was just, I was mind like, what happened? And then I was like, wait, you mean to tell me that was not real? Oh, he, he was wearing extensions. I, you know, it, it, it took me back. I, I, I didn't understand it. And it, that's probably why Michael B. Uh, Jordan, Lori, probably saw Lori hairline. Like, oh, I can't believe it. Yep. <laughs> it was like, so it was real. Now I can't do this because what if, <laughs> what will our kids look like? <laughs> he goes my impression. He goes my impression of Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan's kid. <laughs> Something wrong with you. <laughs> Something is wrong with you. So I right, random question. Now, would you rather deal with not being able to grow a beard or have a premature receding hairline, but have the full Rick Ross, James Harden? Oh, nah. Let me tell you something right now. As a person that could be 40, but I'm not 40 and I don't have, you know, I still look like a little kid. Yeah, I'm going with this. I would always want a better hairline, like always for the rest of my life. If I can have the hairline. Till I'm 90. That's what I want. I care less about a beard. I do uh, not care about a beard. Yeah, I'm not so much beard gang either. Um, yeah, I, I I need that. I need that to remain straight yes. all the way across. All the yes. way across. Yes. All right, man. So we're going to get started with a little bit of rigidity. And, you know, we got to get started. I want to give a shout out. Only because, you know, this this man just knows how to ride away. He knows how to keep the buzz going. I got to give a shout out to Ray J. I mean, we had a whole episode dedicated to him and his shenanigans in the last episode. And he's managed for, this is basically week three now, but he's still like, nah, y'all won't forget about me. I'm not letting this go so quickly. So Ray J is back into the spotlight again, because he's like, you know what? I let my sister down. Uh, I had a bad performance, you know, this, that, and the third. I'm posting videos of me taking singing lessons from my dad. I'm drinking the the tea and stuff that I should have drank before the verses. I'm having town hall meetings with my versus participants about starting a super group that we've already named. Y'all check out that last episode for that. And he's like, but there's something else I need to do. And f- to show homage to my sister, a.k.a. the vocal Bible. I'm going to get a tattoo of my sister and I'm going to get it in a special, special way. So I'm going to show you guys a picture of the tattoo that Ray J just received of Brandy. So as you see, here we go. This is the picture. So I just need you guys to just take a look and understand that what you're looking at is supposed to be his big sister, Brandy. Uh, for those who are listening, uh, what I'm describing is there's a tattoo of a woman. I'm guessing 
um, that's supposed to be Brandy, and there's tattoos and markings and stains all over her face. The eyes are red, the pupils are broken, and with just just a lot going on. So I just need to get you guys' opinion to make sure that I'm not tripping when I say, you know what? I I, I don't want to call them clout chasing just yet, but I just need to know. Nas, when you see this picture of the tattoo that he got of his big sister, Brandy, Moesha, the black Cinderella, what are your thoughts? I have a few. I have a few. First things first. I wish, and, and I'm not trying to be funny, no pun intended, but I wish that it wasn't even Brandy's face. I wish it was Kim Kardashian's face and it had a big ass tattoo on her forehead that said Wes instead oh, of Best. No. That's, oh, that's no. Cool. <laughs> I have more. Hold on. I have more. I have okay. more. I, I also wish that this picture of Brandy with all these tattoos on her face didn't look like one of uh, DJ Drama Little Wayne uh, mixtape album covers, The Drought, okay? Because this looked like The Drought album cover right here. The whole- <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> and then the last one, the last one is if I was Brandy, I would run up in Ray J house and let him know that no matter what, I don't care if you turn your career around and someone thinks that you're actually better than me, you're going to have to die first. Because you cannot outlast me with this ratchet ass tattoo you have put of me. I am Moesha. I am Moesha. I am the face of black American Christianity. How dare you? (laughs) He said Brandy's the face of black American Christianity. Is that because she's the vocal Bible? Right. <laughs> so, so for those who are listening, who cannot see the image, I'll briefly describe it again. She has tattoos all over her face on her forehead. is this huge tattoo of the words that says best friends over her <laughs> right. eye. there's a, uh, there's a tattoo of the word mash over below her eyes are the words forever four on the, her right side under her eye on her left eye ever. And then just tattoos and markings over, over her lips and cheek and all this other stuff. It It's, I don't know. It's, it's like Brandy and Takashi six, nine did the fusion dance. And this is what happened. I, I'll, I'll just have to say, um, Ray J just props. I, I don't even have any criticisms or I don't even have any jokes because I don't know how, how, I don't know what else to say that hasn't been said over the last two weeks. So you know what? Keep on, bro. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming uh, next week he'll get a tattoo of the, the super group with Pleasure P, Sammy, uh, <laughs> and Amarion and Mario um, featuring Tank and Jeremiah. And he'll get a tattoo on his um, on his other leg. So the caption that he wrote as he showed this picture off of his new leg tattoo of his sister, Brandy with the tatted up face, it says new tattoo by one of the greatest. I'm getting my whole leg tatted with music, love scripture, the vocal Bible, family, ghost, positive words and themes, real Gothic, like the Holy leg. He's going to call it going to take a minute, but I got the best doing it. Stay tuned. Full leg tat 
I had to start with my best friend. And that's what he did to pay homage to his best friend. But okay. Do you, bro? <laughs> do you? <laughs> so <laughs> So someone who I felt like someone hit the R&B bat signal to bring him out, to bring him outside. After what happened with the beautiful catastrophe that was versus and the Ray J joke that we just talked about. This next person that we're going to talk about, I feel like he's R&B's Batman because it seemed like he saved the day. And I'm talking about Usher, if you're down south. We call him Usher. But Usher Raymond came out with the, not necessarily a versus, but he came out with a live performance, you know, the, the tiny desk performances. I know y'all seen those where artists, they are sitting in like a library or like a, a public small setting and they sing their songs and perform live. And he just did one of these performances and he brought Sangas with him. Sangas. So he, it was Usher and he had Eric Bellinger and Vito the singer as backup dancers. Understand that's like, if you're a basketball fan, that's like Kevin Durant and the Splash Brothers. You know, it's just immensely talented. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. Is, is that Splash Brothers? Yes, the Splash Brothers. Yes. I would I would have said that's like having Kyle Lowry and DeMar DeRozan with you, but Splash oh, Brothers? No, 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 no. I, 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 I can't do that to Eric Bellinger and Vito. I can't do that. You just call Eric Bellinger a Hall of Famer, dog. You call Eric Bellinger a Hall of Famer. I did. Eric Bellinger I sure did. Not a Hall of Famer. He's, he's a very good songwriter. He's a very good songwriter. And he's, a, just, I, and he's an I'm, amazing, amazing singer. He is. I'm calling him DeMar DeRozan. Okay. That's why I'm at. Okay. He's an all-star, but he ain't the star. I, I don't I don't know. Honestly, and this is just going off the cuff just a little bit. Yes. If I were to put talent for talent, because, of course, no one really knows his catalog. Most of his stuff has been behind the scenes where he's wrote mm -hmm. songs for the R&B yes. artists that you know. But as oh, far yeah. as voice versus voice, I'll put Eric Bellinger up against anybody, if I'm being honest. After what we just heard a couple of Thursdays ago, yeah. of course you would. Yeah. Of course you would. I'll put Eric Bellinger up against anybody. And I'm I'm also saying that with a hint of bias, because I'm a big Eric Bellinger fan. But also, even with Vito the singer, now he's a he's newer, but he's had that same career path where he wrote a lot of songs for a lot of the prominent artists that you guys know and love. Um, and he can also sing his ass off too. So, you know. And you know I, what? Music Ocha and Anthony Hamilton and uh, what's my other man? Neo. They're very uh, good songwriters as well that got actually on television and made real money making their hits. Eric Bellinger has not. That's they, why he's DeMar DeRozan. They, they, they did. Um, but I will call them more Cal Lowry's because they, they, they can't sing better than him. So it's like, and, and I, I'm, I'm saying that I'm saying this for this. And because, because you know me, I'm an underground guy. I, I, I stick with the underground. You know, it's, it's like, it's like a cult, if you will. I'm just like, all right, I got your mainstream. I see y'all. I see the Chris Browns. I'll give all your flowers, your ushers, your, and all that. But you know, it's always those underground ones that you haven't heard of that just like right. you listen to them. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's just that. 
I agree with you on that. Yeah, and and that's just me giving flowers for for me being a you know more of the underground, and so just yeah, I'll I'll keep it there. I keep it there. So I'll do it. I'll I give a quick recap. So I gave y'all two minutes of the hilarity that was versus. I'm gonna give y'all two minutes of Usher's performance that also features these uh these amazing two talented artists slash song songwriters. We're gonna check this out. We're gonna vibe for a couple of minutes. Um, honestly, I don't even know if I can play this, but I don't care. We're going to do it today. <laughs> so, so let's check this out. Eric Bellinger, ladies and gentlemen. Spotlights, big stage, 50,000 fans screaming in a rage. Bodyguards and limousines, this is the way I see you in my dreams. Paparazzi flash, a hundred pictures all of you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you ain't got to draw, no. It's okay, girl. Cause I'ma be alright tonight You ain't got to talk It's okay, girl I'ma be alright tonight You ain't got to talk No, don't be got to go from nothing, baby It's okay, girl Alright tonight oh, You ain't got to talk It's okay, girl Cause I'ma be alright don't text me, don't text me Oh yeah, yeah, yeah Cause I'm be alright tonight You ain't got to call It's okay, it's okay girl Cause I'm a be alright tonight You ain't got to come no Do not disturb It's okay girl I really don't have anything else to to just add to that, but just I'll I'll just ask you because clearly yes. because clearly I'm I'm in fanboy mode and I'm clearly yes. I'm clearly biased right now, clearly biased. Yes, which 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 is okay as long as I can remember. You know, it, that's the first step to recovery and all that good stuff they say. So, <laughs> did Usher, as we call him down south, did he save R and B? from what happened with the verses with Mario and the Mariana and Ray J and the crew with, with this save things, make things right, remind people what R and B is, or was it just okay. not enough? I'm going to answer the question and then I'm going to go into my spill. So right. the answer is no, it didn't save R and B. Let's remind each other. Versus just received 5 million views for the most ratchet male hoe singing that you have ever heard in your life. Think about this for a second. I know somewhere Swiss Beats and Timberland are smacking themselves in the face because they're like, hold up. 
we could have actually charged people ten dollars a pop to like a pay-per-view style to watch this. You already know the people that was actually at versus to watch them live had to pay to get in. They could have made a field day. We had we had a conversation like this on TLNF on, on the late night flight. Me and Smarts about this a long time ago. I was talking about matter of fact it was around Valentine's Day. It was when um Music Soul Child and Anthony Hamilton had their Valentine's Day uh verses right. and people got upset because they was uh Swiss Beast. Now Swiss Beast said it wasn't his fault, but I know it was Swiss Beast. Come on now. You charging people two ninety nine to watch it, nobody wanted to watch it, then you put it back on versus the website for free on thrill on the thriller app. Yo, you got to take your chance and do it and just go ahead and charge $10 and see what's going to happen. Even if only 2 million people buy it, that's $20 million. Yep. If you're not charging artists anyway, you already got them suckered in on, you know what? My streams might go up 200% on Spotify, so I'm going to go ahead and take this shot. So, oh, but anyway, back to Usher. So I've been watching a few of these Tiny Desk uh, renditions. Erica Badu has one, but she has like 22 million views. Anderson Pack has one five years ago. He got 89 million views on it. He's killing it. It's amazing when you are a new person in the music scene. When you're a, like when you're the hot person, you can get all the viewership, all the all the the praise. Because no disrespect to Anderson Pack, he's an awesome musician as a whole. If you told me Eric Erica Badu and Usher was on the same car with Anderson Pack. No disrespect, Anderson, you have to open up. Right. Those two are legends compared to you. But they got he has way more views than, than, than both of them could put together, obviously. Now, Usher's just came out in a week, so my projection in four years, this might hit 120. This was beautiful. Not only did it remind me that, that the R&B of today, they're not really doing a great job with singing, the singing part. What I will say, and I'll leave it alone, confessions, confessions, confessions. And this is a hot take right here. This is a hot take from that Suanu rule. Confessions is the greatest R&B album of all mother time, okay? Oh, I'm going to say oh. it again. Confessions is the greatest r and B. I don't care if you're male, female, transsexual, non-binary, it don't matter. The greatest R&B album in history. It has a theme, the whole like the whole catalog reminds you of a confession. This was the greatest relationship album you have ever drawn up. And the fact that he did it with a band in a tiny ass NPR office I just wish I was a podcaster there because he would have did an interview with me. I would have got a million views. It would have been great. And I would have also had my contraceptive. <laughs> because you definitely would have needed it. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Especially with the recent overturning. Of okay. okay. Um, so <laughs> you definitely have to need it because you ain't got no other alternative after that. All right. So, <laughs> But man, you know what? I'm looking at the track list because I just pulled up confessions and just looking at the album cover and stuff. I was like, that, that takes me back. That was released in 04. I remember what I was doing in 04. Now I was, I was still in uh, the Christian music sect and I was just going around, but still just, I just love music. So I, I, I remember, and I remember, I'm, okay, 
You're talking about, yeah, throwback, confessions, confessions part two, burn, called up, superstar, truth hurts, simple things, bad girls. That's what it's made for. Can you handle it? Do it to me. Take your hand. Follow me. There's there's no skips. There's no skips on this. None. There's no skips. None. None. But understand, then he came out with the special edition version. And I remember this because I got it. He did throwback, which was a cool. Now, now that was at the height of the Just Blaze era, right? Yeah. Like when Just Blaze was yeah. killing everything. Yes, yes. He had throwback with Jada Kiss. But then he did a, the the what was the duet he did with Alicia Keys? My Boo, Red Light, okay. and then Seductions. And then he did the remix of Confessions, which, which was cool. Uh, but, it, you know, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, I'm, I'm looking at this and that hot take. The album. I, I may have to latch on too. <laughs> I may have to latch on too. <laughs> so, we're just talking about album. I'm yeah. not here to say who's the group. Artist. I'm not saying who's the hottest artist. I'm not saying who had like the hottest two songs. Yep. I'm not even saying any one of these songs is the greatest song in R&B history. I'm just saying as an album, as a product, as a presentation. Yep. Remember, the, well, the marketing was so ill because it was, oh, I cheated on Chili. Chili. Chili fine as hell. Yeah. And that's another that blew it up because it was like, oh, you cheating on Chili, you wilding. And then he come out and quote-unquote confess and all this. Oh, it was, it was amazing. Then he had the nerve to have Chili in one of the videos when he was acting like she was pregnant, he was on the knees and oh, yeah. come on. <laughs> come on. Yeah. I, I think I'm on, I'm on, I'm on that bandwagon as far as if, I don't even know if I can do that, but if I ever want to set down like greatest R&B albums of all time, if I wanted to make a list, I'll, I'll, I'll say top five. I'll give myself a little wiggle room. Okay. I, I mean, listen, I ain't gonna lie to you because the, the the I got confessions one, and then you know, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. R. Kelly, you can put like two, three different albums yeah. on there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got 12 on there personally after of that, course. but you know. Of course, just saying. Regard, regardless like, of whatever it is, 12 play, 12 play is like 12. John the Baptist of R and B, if we just being honest. Like twelve play, then everything that's come out. Like you, I don't think you would have a confessions if twelve play wasn't if twelve play didn't do what it did. So it, twelve play so good. If you listen to that from front to back, you might get thirty years. You might. <laughs> I would. I was gonna put my finger up and just close the screen. I was gonna close the screen. Oh man. <laughs> And so the last thing I'm going to say about it, I don't want to see an Usher Chris Brown versus. I don't think I want to see that. I don't, I don't, what are you, I don't, what? I don't think I, what? I don't think I want to see an Usher Chris Brown versus. I, I don't, I don't know. Cause he, he would I be I actually said to you, are you out your cotton picking mind? Would I be wrong? Well, considering <laughs> this is the South of North Carolina, that said a lot. So that's, <laughs> I know, that's that said a lot down here. Uh, <laughs> but Here's the feeling that I have. I feel like we're going to see, and this is my hot take. 
I feel like we're going to see a semblance of what we saw with Mario and Amaria. And here's what I mean. Where you had one that focused on the singing and one that was focused on the performance or the entertainment part. And so that's that's what I I think Usher would do more singing. I think Chris Brown would do more entertaining. And and it's not to say Chris Brown can't sing. I'm not saying Chris Brown can't sing. But I'm just I'm just saying I I think if I'm just thinking about it, I think that's what I would see. And I was like, and the Mario and Mario and Mario kind of messed that up for me. So, you know, I wouldn't like, I, I just don't think I, I would want to see that if it's going to be how I think it's going to go. So that's, that's my hot take. I want to be wrong, please. I want to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> they were, they were agreed to do, uh, well, like round one is ballot for ballot. Then round two is dance for dance. Solo though, solo by yourself. Right. Then round three, you get to have your booty crew. Yeah. You got to do it like that. <laughs> it has to be an agreed fight. Like, you know what I'm saying? It has to be agreed. Can't just do whatever you yeah. want because that might happen what you're talking about. Yeah. And the, now I don't think Chris Brown would be as outlandish as Amarion because Amarion knew he couldn't sing. So I have to go over the top. With the entertainment, but you know, hey yo, I think I think these young those do well. They not kids yeah. anymore. They got well. We're all yeah, the same age. Yo, listen, man. I didn't have all the money in the world, and I still like to smoke some weed. I don't drink as much as I used to, but I like to smoke. You know, I like to do things. I'm just gonna these guys are us times fifty. Okay, yeah. like they have Casamigos at eleven a.m. And it ain't fucking up nothing, all right? It ain't messing up no financials, you know what I'm saying? So see if they voices a shot. I can see that personally. Yeah, me too. Me too. And honestly, well, I would have more faith, honestly, just seeing this this Usher tiny desk that I don't think that he would allow that to happen to him. Chris Brown, I'm not so sure that he would – you know, I, I think he would do what Brandy was fussing at Ray J about. You know, you was talking all day. You was doing this, doing that. You ain't drink nobody's tea. Um, but I think that he is also more talented as a singer to where he can probably still get by uh, and do really well. But, you know, I, I you know because, of course, for us music heads, I'm looking at the nuances. You know, I'm looking at the breath control. I'm looking at him, you know, because I, I, I don't even think that even at the Tiny Desk thing with Usher, I don't even think he was at his best then because I'm just hearing different notes that he would hit and he would bring it back or this, that, and the third. So, what? yeah. So, what? Yo, Usher, yo, listen, man. Maybe because I haven't heard Usher in a while, uh-huh. but yo, Usher, Usher ripped that. Oh, he did. He did. Now, th- th- that's that's not taken away from his performance at all. I'm just saying, you know, there's, there's some points like when you're singing and performing, but you're like, okay, it's not necessarily at the, where I can hit this type of note the way I know I want to. So mm. let me stay in the lane where I know where everything will still hit, but I may not be able to add that sauce. Like I know that I can to it. And that's kind of the vibe I got was like, well, maybe hasn't wasn't able to hit some of them notes. Like we know Usher can hit some of them notes, especially with some of the falsettas and this, that, and the third. And um, so I just felt like, you know, he still was able to do a dope job. You mentioned as far as, you know, who we are, re- regular people and, and you know, they, 
the, 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 the weed consumption and this, that, and the third. Oh, well, honestly, fucked up some of the singers there, honestly. But all I'm saying, man, he probably got high before they even got on stage. Yeah. So here's so with that said, there's also another sect of people who's honestly pointing the finger to weed with some of the tragedies that's happening across the world. So what I'm talking about is, of course, uh, I know you guys know over July 4th weekend, there was another mass shooting up in, what was that, Philly? Are you talking about, are you talking about Highland Park, Illinois? Yeah, I, th- I think so. Yes, absolutely. That's my mistake. I don't know why I said Philly. Um, but there was another mass shooting. No, no, there, was guy, there was a guy that got hung in Pennsylvania, a black American male yeah, that got yeah. hung in Go rest in peace uh-huh. to that brother. But yeah, you know, we apologize about all that, about missing that up. Highland Park, Illinois, continue, right. Captain. So we all know about that. And I'm not even going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on the way this has been covered. And the way this was covered, honestly, just made me raise an eyebrow to this. So our favorite news media outlet that we just love to laugh at, Fox News said, y'all know what? Y'all missing the bigger picture here. Because the problem with these mass shooters, the shooters themselves, the the dot that connects it all together, it's the fact they smoke weed. So I'm gonna play this, I'm, I'm gonna play this segment here. And I just want y'all to take a listen and see is this person onto something or not? And <laughs> take a listen. We're pushing for answers and accountability. These are the eyes of some of the mass killers who've reportedly been regular pot users. Look at them. Those in politics and in the media who devote their time and energy to fear-mongering on fake issues while covering up the truth about the growing scourge of violent psychosis in our young people, they have to be called out, they have to be defeated, and then the public has to be educated. And parents, this means you need to get into the game. This means you understanding that this can happen to you, to your family, no matter how wealthy you are, how well-adjusted you are, how mature and together your children seem. It's time to call out the phonies and call in the warriors for common sense. And that's the angle. Uh, okay, so is, is it time to call in the warriors for common sense when we say, hey, the real problem with these mass shooters is that they all smoke weed. And man, yeah, what do you think? Ask, ask that that uh, what's that lady that got kicked out of Fox News? The white woman that uh, she wound up working for NBC, and then she got kicked out of NBC because she was over Megan Kelly. Kelly. You tell this doppelganger Megan Kelly. You know what I'm saying? And no one's listening to her because after she's done with her shift, she going home and drinking a fourth of all types of brandy and cognac. Yo, I hate people that's like that. I used to have friends that I don't have. I'm not even their friends anymore because they used to talk about my weed consumption. And I used to be like, well, hold on. Let's have this conversation about your drink consumption. How about that? Uh-huh. I understand that they need this gateway drug legal, but it's still a drug. What are you talking about? You know what I mean? Like, well, you think you better than me because you smoking a black and some freaking uh Moscato? Now you somebody? Come on. And then first, and then second of all, Biden face look like one of them weird heads that we just shown too. You know what I'm saying? When they showed that picture of Biden, you know what I'm saying? And it's and if Biden was over here smoking weed, it's all good. I mean, uh, Dante, how old is uh Biden? Again? Biden is good God. How old is Joe Biden? Uh, I thought he was 101. I thought he was uh 103. But they say, they say he's only 79. 
Wow. So this 95-year-old man, uh-huh. right, looks like what we looks like he has a couple of pints in his home when he's done with his day at the White House. And that's fun. I mean, he's 90. When you're 90, I feel like you should do everything you want to do anyway. You're already on your way out the door. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I don't like none of the stuff that this uh, Megyn Kelly woman over here is talking, yo. Um, I, I, I only respect Fox News because they have found a way to keep their fan base watching them for whatever reason, whatever reason, whatever reason. Other than that, and, and on top of that, their 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 content is not that good no. at all. Fucker, Sean Hannity, the, the Fox 5 of Friends or whatever. The Fox and family in the morning? Are you kidding me? The content is terrible. Horrible. And they have more consistent viewership than any other news media. So I don't understand. So with all this, I know this is that a dope doodle, but this is straight, raw, 100% saturized, pasteurized bullshit right here. Yep. That's it. And I agree. Um, and I would say, for those who uh, need to know, this person's name is Laura Ingram. So you may know of Laura Ingram because she's the one when, you know, LeBron was being vocal about, you know, certain social issues and this, that, and the third. She came out with the shut up and dribble thing. Take this is her. Oh, yeah. th- th- this is the, yeah. the shut up and dribble lady. Um, and then she walked it back. I wasn't being racist. I was quoting somebody else, you know, that type of thing. But no, you get yeah. racist and tone and yes. ignorant. But I'm sorry. But, but, but that nothing. is the the thing of how they keep their base so emboldened and believing uh, and, and honestly it's, it's almost brainwashed, but that word is thrown around so much. You know, if you don't believe what I'm saying or, you know, my point of view or perspective, then you're brainwashed and that's just, everybody does that. So I try to stay away from that word, but it's, it's that Republican representative, Mary Miller that we was talking about. And I gave you the war criminal. We're not even going to say uh, his name, the war criminal. She was quoting the war yep. criminal and just talking about, how they got to teach the next generation. The, you know, the children is their future. And I, my thing is this. You could have just quoted it the way Michael Jackson said it. You know, I believe the children yep. are our future. You know, yep. teach them more and let them lead the way and all that good stuff. No, no, no. We're going we gonna to quote Hitler. But the problem is she probably never heard a Michael Jackson song, so she couldn't even use that quote. That's the thing. So, you know. He's white enough. Yeah, true. But, you know, he still had a bit too much soul um, because to them, you know, their their king um, is is Elvis, yes, forever and always. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Elvis is their king. So, the man, little Richard style. Oh, come on, yeah. come on, yeah, come on. That guy, he he was he was that- Epstein before Epstein was Epstein. So, all right. Anyway, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, all right, all right. But yeah, man. So. In, in this political thing, I don't know you said this wasn't dope doo-doo, but actually let's play a little dope doo-doo. Uh, and we'll stick with the, the politics segment because, I, you know, this politics is so funny these days. And as much as I try to stay away, I can't because there's forever something crazy that's happening that is going on within politics and the way they want to get voters and supporters, regardless of what side of the fence you want to stand on. And it's just absolutely <laughs> hilarious to me. And so I'm going to show you a twerk video. And it's not just any twerk video. This is Senator Tierra Mack. She's a senator up in Rhode Island. Um, now, 
we did some some number crunching. How many black people are in Rhode Island? Five percent. But she's a senator, and for votes and for her platform of uh, body autonomy, she wanted to do a twerk video for some votes. Let's take a look. All right, so she um, decided to go to the beach. And yes, she has your vote. Um, I'm not sure what my vote would do because, you know, I'm all the way in North Carolina. But for those who are listening, what you heard, an eight-second clip, Tierra Mack, Senator of Rhode Island, Rhode Island, excuse me, was on the beach. So she decided to do a handstand twerk upside down yes. and then tell the people to yes. vote for Senator Mack. Yes. This is election season and yes. a lot of people are doing whatever they can to go viral. Let's just call it for what it is. Get get yes. eyes, yeah. get a buzz, you know, get eyes on them regardless of what part of the body you're putting your eyes on. So, Nas, as the, as the yes. derriere connoisseur, I ask yes, you. Thank you. Tierra yes, Mac yes. twerking for votes. Is that dope mm-hmm. or is that doo doo? Uh, can you show her twerking one more I, time, though? Please I will show her twerking one more time. There she goes. Oh, uh, she she has no butt, but she has all five. And I like that. I'm not going to lie to you. I am a, I'm a thigh guy. A, a I'm not thigh a butt guy. guy. Okay. I'm a okay, thigh guy. Okay. When those thighs, you know how you want to cuddle, uh-huh. and she put that thigh right on top of your leg, you know, right in between. Yeah, you know, uh-huh, you know what I'm talking yep. about. That is the best part of waking up. You know what I'm saying? Like that is. <laughs> <laughs> is thighs enough, big butt? Is, is that is that how that goes? No. I love all that. Oh, I love all that. That makes me get motivated when I go to work. Like Nassau, you 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 just like jittery uh-huh. today. Like I'm I'm. I am seize happy. the day, motherfucker. Seize the day. <laughs> I just had the legs of a shot putter just on top of me, ready. I'm sitting here horny. This ain't here being a perv. That works on my girl. Show me a picture of your thigh. Nah, no, no, not, not the face. Not the face. I'm playing from the hip down. Don't play. Don't play. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> This woman is beautiful. 28 years yep. old, beautiful, graduated from Brown University, and 28 years old, getting to be a, a top-tier politician. Now, mind you, this state only has about a million of population, but it don't, don't matter. matter. It don't matter. One percent black Americans in this in this state, and she gets to be on top of it. Shout out to you, Tierra. I want you. Pretty smile, beautiful face. Now, I'm going to tell you why this is doable. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna keep plugging the late night flight on this uh-huh. episode. On the late night flight, me and Smarts, co-pro producer Smarts, I call him co-pro producer Smarts. Me and co-pro Smarts, um, we did a absolute unaware, uh, absurd segment about the representative Eon Omar of the fifth district in uh right. Minnesota. All right. Uh now, here's the situation. Here's the situation. 
she was talking about how a, a, a white American Christian brother was playing the guitar, strumming a, a guitar about 20,000 feet in the air on a bird, on, on a plane. And she was saying, I wonder if Muslim Americans would be able to pray and do their thing on a plane. How would that go? And let's be honest, we're in America. You know, some Americans ain't going like how that would go. You know, regular people wouldn't care. You know, so even white people, wouldn't, well, that's fine, whatever. But most people in America that are white, like, <laughs> don't do that. Don't you do that. Now, Copro was on it like, well, yo, it's Twitter. It shouldn't be no big deal. And I was like, oh, no. It is Twitter. It is a big deal. You don't listen, politicians, you don't have to be on Twitter. Like, yo, I, I want people, I'm gonna say two two words, which is one name, two words. You ready for Let's it, go. Dante? I'm ready. You ready for what it? Ted Cruz. How the fuck Ted Cruz, as evil as Ted Cruz has shown himself to be. How has he been able to win term after term after term after term after term? Mitch McConnell, term after term after term. Lindsey Graham, term after term after term. Before Newt, Greg, before Newt Gingrich stepped down, term after term after Fuck it. I like Pelosi, but fuck it. Nancy Pelosi, term after term Term after term. Yep. All right. And, and this is the thing. It's like they don't need Twitter. They already got the people. Politicians have found some way to just manipulate us and think that they're going to speak for us. They never do. But we vote them in anyway. This is why I'm like, Tierra, you better off just having your own personal page and just call yourself a different name because if people find out that you're a politician, they're going to ostracize you for whatever thing you choose to do. You want to twerk, they on you. You want to make a comment about how Christians can be better, they're on you. How Muslims can be better, they're on you. Guns, on you. Abortion, on you. And it's Twitter. They're keyboard gangsters. The stuff that I heard, well, that I read that was from uh, Republicans that were looking to be looking to win office during these primaries. They said some vow things to Representative Eon Omar, and I'm like, she didn't deserve that just because she has a, a theory and an opinion, but that's why I'm like, yo, you know what? You already won the seat, sister. You ain't got to be on Twitter to even make no type of remark, and don't think that's for young people. Oh, I'm doing this for the young people, and the young people are going to respect us, and they're going to want to wanna what? Want to vote? Young people don't vote. Nope, not at all. Not at all. So you are directing yourself to the wrong audience. Now, if you're looking to do the rap thing and just have an audience grow with you, that's one thing. But to be honest with you, you can do that by just doing things in your community. No disrespect. Not even trying to play Mr. Positive, man. Just keeping it real. You can just do things in your community because you're a politician. It's, you're not Jim Jones. Like, if you're Jim Jones, we don't want to see you every day. You have to kind of play, you know, you got to play the specialty right. role. What I mean by that is you got to just... Like, how would I know if I miss you if you don't go away? It's that type of thing. When you're a politician, I want to see you every day. Fuck all that. I want to see you every day. And then when you sleep, I want somebody to record you sleep upside down. And then the next day, you're practicing Spanish, German, and two other languages. Mandarin or something like that. That's what I want my politician exactly. doing. So you took my take of why I think this is doo-doo. <laughs> and it's like, but, but it's cool. This is why we're cousins. For, for the for the reason of 
one, this was a TikTok. She put this on TikTok. And you know, young people dominate TikTok. And this was the the intention was to reach out to young people because the twerking thing is for younger people. Of course, that's who twerks. Of course, like like for some middle-aged old person trying to twerk. No, disgusting. Throw up emoji. So the why I think this is due to is because one, you're you're trying to facilitate or reach out to people who's not going to respond to you because they're just not interested. They're, They're not interested in those things. Now they will debate, they will stitch, remix, and any other TikTok feature you can do where they will give their opinion, voice their opinion, debate whoever's opinion, and this, that, and the third. But that's as far as their efforts would go. They're not going to a poll. They're they're not showing up to any of these rallies or events. They're just not going to do it. And those who are who you are deliberately ignoring is like I'm, this this isn't even for you i'm not even doing this for you but those are the ones who are going to be paying attention solely because you are a senator and of course they ate it up those those famous th- those those very same people we talked about the laura ingrams the carlson tuckers and all of them oh they ate this up and they had a field day a field day it's like oh this is what the democratic party does and and you know, they took it all as far as, you know, women this and women that, and oh, this is who y'all want to represent you. You know, they, they took it all type of ways as you would expect Republicans to do. But even still, I don't want to say the damage has been done, but I would say that the deed was done as far as what you tried to do, as I understand what you were trying to do. It's just not going to be very effective because who are you trying to reach are not going to respond. And it's not even because they don't like you or whatever the case may be, they actually may rock. Now, the, the comments I saw, it was overwhelmingly, you know, positive and in support of her and what she was doing. Yeah, go ahead, go off. Yes, you know, all, all that stuff. Even with the little water thing. Hey, baby, isn't, isn't what y'all do with the, with the nails and stuff? Like, ah, yeah. See, wifey's on the other side of my computer right now. But like, yeah, that, that's, that's what y'all, yeah. <laughs> the, so like, you know, I, I saw that. I saw that not, just overwhelming support. However, now I'll liken this to another girl. I don't know if you remember this. There was a girl uh, by the name of, of Kim Clasic, where she did this uh, ad where she was oh, walking yeah. through Baltimore, oh. right? That garnered millions and millions and millions and millions of views. Like it went, it it, yes. it set a fire across the political talking point. Back. And when oh, it yeah. was time to vote, she got her ass whooped. Whooped. The percentage was literally 82 to 17 or something like that. Like, it was crazy how bad she got beat. The African yep. name, right? Mm-hmm. She yep. lost to the guy with the African name. Now, Mug, first of all, Baltimore is like the city, not the state, because the state is for the most right. part Republican, because of course, remember, you're dealing, with, you're dealing with the major city, which is usually yes. the melting pot. Baltimore's the major city in Maryland. That's the melting pot. You're going to already be a Republican, a black Republican. That's already a tough hill to climb. Now, what I did like about that commercial she put, she was in the yes. wire. You know what I mean? Like, she put herself in the jungle, was like, hey, yo, ain't nobody else in here. I'm walking the streets like, ain't right. about nothing. But here's the thing. While you're making these commercials and you're sweating Trump, 
the other dude, the other dude, but the dude, he's in the community putting in work. He already put in work. He don't have to make a commercial about him in the wire, you know, in the wire. He's already in the wire day in, day out. That's the point that I was making. I think yeah. you made that point as well. We're making it together as usual. Cousins. Cousins. <laughs> we're happy and we're singing. And we're singing. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, I, I appreciate the, the, the effort or the intention, but it's just, it's, it's not going to work. Now, speaking of black Republican, there is someone who, oh yeah, th- this is, I don't even, hold on, can I, up. Can I, I, I want to agree uh, on something because we're still on a, on a yes. land of politics. If you really want to impress us, and yes, I'm speaking for you as well on uh, this one, Credo, because I know you're going to agree with me. You really want to impress us, uh, I'm sorry, impress us, impress us, young Democrats, young Republicans, find a way to make Pelosi and the presidents of the United States, I'm saying any president that come on, have them find a way where they can do this, because we already do a mail-in ballots, do an electronic social media ballot where you on your stories and you already put the link in right there. It's like, hey, vote for me or not. Nah, what's up? Yep. You know what I'm saying? Do, if, you, if you can set that up, that might work in your favor. That's how you might get young people to vote for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because we're we're right here anyway. So if you find a way to connect with us through this, not through the way y'all think y'all want to, not through a viral video, but yeah, find a way to connect with us. Yeah, we'll respond then. But until then, we're going to look at it. We're going to laugh. We may even post a comment and we're going to keep scrolling. So. Okay, listen, Tierra Mac just became the best looking senator woman in U.S. politic history. I don't care what y'all say. So far, she over here looking like Jordan Sparks. Do we got that video of Jordan Sparks putting in her uh, pants and uh, jeans? <laughs> putting her button. Uh, oh, no, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking. I don't think I do. I don't think I do. Actually, no, that's a lie. I can't wait for just to come out. Oh, my God. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I got you. I got you. See, we cousins. We cousins. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got four words for you. Oh, here we go. Oh, my God. I got four words for you, Dante. No air, no no air. air. So, you know, of course, we can't play the music. But basically, what you were seeing is, if you don't jump to put jeans on, baby, you don't know my pain. That's that's the great philosopher, Beyonce. All right. So... Another train Jordan Sparks needs to go to Providence, Rhode Island immediately. <laughs> Hook up my little shop put home girl. And oh my God, yo. You go, yo, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the mayor of Providence. <laughs> you, you I'm gonna go to Rhode, Rhode Island. Island. <laughs> I'm gonna You wanna find me up? I'm gonna be the first male up in there. <laughs> and Lady Nassau up in there chilling doing the podcast right, with you, Dante. That's what it is. <laughs> All right. Oh, man. All right, listen. I'm just going to show this to y'all. And I I don't even know how to intro this. So, okay, y'all sit back. Check this out. Because, yeah, still in the vein of politics. Democrats like to say that no one needs an AR-15 for self-defense. That no one could possibly need all 30 rounds. But when this rifle is the only thing standing between your family and a dozen angry Democrats in Klan hoods. You just might need that semi-automatic. And all 
30 rounds. I, I have no words. I have no words. So I'm voting. I'm he got my vote. He got my vote, yo. Who is this his, person? Give me some so, backstory on this young man, yo. So his name is Jerome Davison. He's running for Congress in the great state of Arizona. And his campaign ad, for those who are listening, the visuals show a group of white men in KKK attire, the robes, the hood, and they all have weapons. And I'll describe these weapons really soon. And he's saying, hey, Democrats don't believe in having an AR-15. And the scene is this group of KKK white men is rushing this man's home. He's sitting in his home. He's praying first. He says a prayer. And then he puts on some sunglasses <laughs> as they walk up with various weapons like a baseball bat and various gardening tools. I lied to you not. You know. A buck by a baseball yes, bat. A, Come on. A, you got to get, get me yes, fully on it. Come on now. A you gotta barbed get me wire baseball bat. And they're, and they're yes, rushing yes. this man's home to seemingly do harm to him and his family. And he's saying, now these Democrats will tell you Yes. <laughs> that you don't need it but, but check this out this person has a rake uh, <laughs> he's rushing this man's house with a rake in his hand there, there's some shears and some other things in some of these other white men's hands and you know they're just about to do this man and his family harm and he says you know what I got this what are you about to do I got this AR-15 and I'm waiting you see, you see that hooded Mob there, he has a baton. He he has he has a small hammer. He has you know the the rake again, and they're about to just storm this man's house and just do do harm. But he has an a. Well, do he has an AR? Yeah, or landscape, or landscape. <laughs> it was like, hey, hey, man, we got them flowers that we wanted to put in for you. We got them. We got them dandelions. Um. And basically, now, now I also will have to describe the hood. So the hood has an emblem of the Democratic Party, you know, and he's preferring to Democrats as clearly racist. When Democrats come to, you know, all this type of thing, racist hooded Democrats come to do, to cause harm to you and your family, you may need an AR-15 with all 30 rounds. And so he has his AR-15, he steps outside and he scares the, the KKK Democrats away and they run away scurrying dropping all their their landscaping tools and they run and they run away yes and that's the ad so <laughs> I'm just going to play it again because it's, it's amazing I'm just going to play it again <laughs> I'm just going to play it again Democrats like to say that no one needs an AR-15 for self-defense that no one could possibly need all 30 rounds but when this rifle is the only thing standing between your family and a dozen angry Democrats in Klan hoods. You just might need that semi-automatic in all 30 rounds. Jerome Davidson, yo, you AL for win, for the win, for the win. Yo, 
white people, white people, you got to vote this man in. He did everything that you wanted to do. He just yep. reversed it. He just reversed it. He did. Yo. He checked all the boxes. He checked <laughs> all the boxes. I'm sorry. I, I ain't going to step over what you said. For know what the captain said he checked all the boxes a hundred percent correct i just want to go through okay. the boxes real quick so shout out to the director for catching that michael us uh, that michael that malcolm x imagery uh -huh. right there the by means necessary that was listen i don't care what you say dante that yes. was done on yes, purpose was. absolutely that was done on purpose with the shades mm -hmm. too with the shades on with the gun that was done on mm -hmm. purpose okay one thing I will say that was bad, in my opinion, I know, I know they was doing good, whole, cleansome, uh, is, is that the word? Clean, wholesome commercial. I get it. But you got to put a little bit of blood on the, yeah, on the clan hoodie. absolutely. I'm sorry. Yes. Had to be, it got to be a little blood on there. I mean, it got to make it real. Got should have been a little bit of blood on the hood, in the water. If you're going to have blood on the leaves when y'all did racism, when y'all was killing all slaves, I don't see what's wrong with a little bit of blood I, on the clansman hood. Come on now. Come I on agree. now. And Arizona, this not like it's in the it's not Midwest. This is Arizona. I know there's a lot of racist people in the West too, but I mean, you know, I think it's more indigenous people than just Ku Klux Klan members. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's just normal white people that like black people. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I'm just saying. And then one more thing I'll say for all the Democrats out there, you can't get mad when y'all had grand wizards in the beginning of y'all political party. Funding your party. Republicans, hey, 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 listen. Republicans, you ain't no better because those grand wizards left the, the, the Democratic Party and went to the Republican Party, okay? So all you David Dukes out there, don't act like we don't know. We know our history, all right? But I just, just for the, the sake of making these arguments about politics, about this whole bipartisan shit, I love, I love how he said the Democratic, the Democrats with their clans hood, like... <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, as if no Republican ever had a Ku Klux Klan hoodie or any of that stuff. We just had we just had a white woman quote Hitler in front of Trump talking about a victory for white life. Oh, I mean, right to life. It don't matter. We don't say it. it's like, listen, it don't matter whether you're a MAGA, a libertarian, a Presbyterian, a vegan, you're white. Nine times out of ten, you're racist. <laughs> <laughs> this is why it's dope, man, because it's 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 the audacity. Like, you know, it's just yeah. the audacity because this checked every single talking point for the Republican Party. Because you we've heard it for years. Well, you know the KKK was founded by the Democrats. They were Democrats. You hear that talking point all the time. The Democrats are the real racists. Check. Oh, they're coming to take our guns over my dead body. Check. And, and, then, and then the thing of, well, the Democrats are the real racists. Check. And just... Oh, and, you know, of course, it's coming from a Republican perspective because, you know, it was the Republicans that freed the slaves. Check. So, <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So, of course, let's let's go ahead and break this down. Now, I'm still saying this is dope. This is dope as hell. This is this is amazing. Amazing. 
If I was in Arizona, I would vote for him just for that. As crazy as this is. Because, of course, the talking point is absolutely incorrect. Well, I'll say it's half right. Because, yes, the Democratic Party was the party that the KKK was founded in. But, of course, we know our history to where we know the party itself, people, groups, this, that, and the third, they all switched. They jumped back and forth all throughout history. It may have started in the quote-unquote Democratic Party, which was the Dixiecrats, but that's another another story. But where they proudly reside today in 2022 in the Republican Party. But the thing is, none of them wear robes and, and hoods. Now they wear suits and ties. But again, in cop uniforms and judge robes and blah, 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 blah. But again, another part of the story, because for us as black people, we understand that the KKK isn't predominantly Democrat or predominantly Republican. They're on both sides. So it's amazing. Now, I also have to commend them for the Malcolm X imagery. You know, he, the window, the, the way he held the, the AR-15 now, the shades was a little extra touch, a little extra touch. I would have used a, a wider frame because I don't think it fit his face correctly, so it looked more like goggles. But I, but I understood what you were saying. This is, you know, make my day, you racist Democrats. He looked like fruit of Islam. <laughs> he looked like a super black, all right? He didn't look like no, just no. your normal, non He looked like fruit of Islam. I work for Farrakhan Black. And y'all white boys y'all gonna, gonna pay. pay. Because for them, their fight is liberal versus conservative. And of yeah. course, I we say this all the time, black people, your fight isn't that fight. Your fight isn't. But for those like Jerome Davison who wants to join that fight and play the game, because this is this is how I see it. Oh, he wants to play the game. And this is the perfect way to get into that game. Because what better way than to get the majority? Because it's, as you said in the last pod, which was absolutely profound, where basically it's about population control to where, you know, if, and I'm not even going to try to quote what you said. Y'all just go back and listen to the last episode. But it's about the population. If you can get the approval and support of the population, you in there. You are in there. Because if they can look at you and say, oh, he is like us and you can use what has been used against you as a plus because now they can say, oh, it's not racist now because this black man is saying what we feel. And we are behind him absolutely because now you can't call me racist anymore. I support Jerome Davison. Hey, so that's dope. Genius move by Jerome Davison. So absolutely, this is dope for me. Dope for me because... I'm just saying, who who is running up to anybody's house with garden tools? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. No, they will have guns too if they were going to run up on your house like that. That's all I'm saying. You run up garden tools, yes. you getting a job. I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> what are you That's talking the about? thing that trips me out though. It's like, how are you going to have the AR-15 that they got gardening tools? They got batons. They got rakes and shovels and baseball bats. <laughs> like you think if someone really going to run up in your house like that. <laughs> but, but that's what makes it even more official because that's some yes. white shit. That's some 
there was the opposite and some black people was running up with some rakes uh-huh. and whatever and we ain't have hoods we could just have a hoodie on with like some black american yep. spike lee jacket and we walked up in there looking like uh school days yep. from spike lee with, with rakes and and like work tools yep. we would have got shot because up who told is it trespassing my garden? Right. Because <laughs> here is how this would work in reverse that would gear to the very same base of people with the very same monologue. Yeah. To where if you had black people in hoodies with rakes and bats with BLM paraphernalia. Yes. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> they have BLM paraphernalia Ooh. or rainbow colored red green hair and they're running up to this house and then you have that strong conservative person with that AR-15. They see that AR-15, that they're coming to burn, loot, and murder. My, my home, oh, we're going to send them running. And then we'll have the same exact effect. But Jerome Davison, you, you're a genius, bro. <laughs> you're a genius, bro. <laughs> genius. Oh, Genius, man. yo. I want to be your campaign. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Cause I'll ride. I will ride. I will ride. Kudos to you, man. All right. So we're going to hit this last segment up and this is kind of in the vein of what we've been on as far as just the, the awareness and tone deaf, if you will, of just of certain people and cultures and, and all that good stuff. So there's this particular story. Now this has happened probably in the last week or so. And from what I understand is still ongoing where there is a particular gentleman who graduated college out of Michigan and he moves to New York and he has a bit of a culture shock. So I'm just going to stop there and I'm just going to play this video because there's a story, the tragic story, if you will, of what's known as Bodega Bro, right? So basically a Midwestern college grad has been fired from his New York City tech job after TikTok videos he made complaining about Bronx bodegas prompted accusations of racism. Griffin Green, 24, relocated to the Big Apple from Michigan last week to take up a new role as a sales development rep with the software company Outreach before being booted from the firm after a Twitter mob called for his cancellation. I'm just going to play this video uh, that's that's playing these clips in question. And then we're going to break these down and see, well, was it racism or was it something else? So let's check this out and see. Okay, so I just moved to New York and I'm trying to go grocery shopping. And so I type in like grocery stores on my Apple Maps. And like every fucking one I go to, like I'm walking too. Like they're like this shit or like fucking like this. Like, bro, that's not a grocery store. Like I'm trying to get like eggs, yogurt, like cheese, like shit like that, right? Like look at this place. Hey, yo, Ak, let me get a bacon, egg, and cheese. The Aki way. <laughs> like, you know those TikToks? Like, I'm, I'm fucking doing it. Like, I've literally been to, like, five of those now. And, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm about to do for dinner. Like, where are the Kroger's and, like, the Whole Foods at? Like, I'm about to eat fucking, like, like cereal and ramen for dinner. Like, what the fuck? Bro, like, this place is so crazy. Like, so many gay people down here, which, like, I'm, I don't hate it. Like, I'm not gay, but, like, you know, I'm all for it. Do what you want. But, like, like, look at this. Like, is being gay just, like, the new thing? Like, I didn't even know this many gay people existed. It's wild. 
to the McDonald's gym for my second workout in New York. Got shoulders and arms today. Um, I'm in the Bronx for a few weeks, so I'm like the only white dude in this whole gym. So I got this NAACP shirt. So uh, these people vibe with me more. Okay, so these are the clips that has been released by uh, Bodega Bro that has Twitter in a firestorm. I'm talking about people are upset. So now, he, now th this is what happened. So of course, this has sparked an outrage. And this is one of the responses that honestly sparked him being canceled. So it was this other guy, this native New Yorker. He posted a response. This response went viral and this basically spearheaded his cancellation. So we're going to play this guy's response to Bodega Bro, and then we're going to break this down. There's so much to say. He probably doesn't want to hear what I have to say, and that's fine. This video isn't for him. This video is for all the people who always say, Dutch, why do you get mad about people moving to New York? And it's because they often have attitudes like that. They come to the city, in this case, the Bronx, and instead of integrating themselves into their community, they just make a mockery of it. I mean, what, he's been here like two days, and he's found a way to make fun of the stores that many people in the community rely on. Stores that people have to rely on because the supermarket he's so desperately looking for doesn't exist because he's moved to a city which is historically and still today systematically deprived certain neighborhoods, neighborhoods that are predominantly black and brown and or working class of basic resources. I know you're gonna say it's not that serious, but it is. How would you feel if somebody came in your house uninvited and started making fun of all your furniture? So I am not at all mad about somebody moving to New York. I'm mad about people moving to New York and having attitudes like that. There's comedy and then there's mockery and there's a very clear difference between the two. Oi. All right, so in response, cause this kind of spearheaded everything. Now, in response to this, you know, the internet got on it to figure out who this guy is and this, that, and the third. Social media sleuths uncovered an older TikTok video made by Bodega Bro, which showed a confidential offer letter of employment showing that, okay, I'm coming to New York to work this job, this, that, and the third. So people got a hold of that, reached out to the job he was working, he was working for him at the time. Um, and he did another clip that I wasn't able to take, but basically he's like, uh, people was like, well, you should go back to where you come from if you don't like New York. And he's like, nah, I, I got um, a job here at one of the top research tech companies. I ain't going anywhere. So I'm going to be in this shithole for a little bit. So he called the Bronx area a shithole, literally. Um, and after two days, two days of working this new job, the, the Twitter woke mob or whatever, as they call them, they did their thing and outreached the company, fired him after two days. And that's the tragic story of Bodega Bro. Now he's put some more videos like, yo, that's not what I meant. I was not being racist. He was basically walking things back. And now he has videos of himself like giving food to the homeless and trying to do all these good deeds and stuff. But that is the story. Kid from Michigan comes to New York and oh, he's just, I call it a culture shock, honestly. But Nas, after all this that you've heard, do you think this was an act of racism? Do you think that he was racist or do you think maybe he was just a, a fish out of water, if you will? For all my listeners and viewers over here, check this out. So I want to be very, very honest. So I agree with you. This is a culture shock and this is what it's going to look like. Whether you're black or white or Hispanic, this is what it's going to look like. He had to identify the people as such. They are black. 
the they are gay. It is what it is. It's just identification. He didn't say anything rude about anybody, like at all. He didn't give them names. He didn't say the gay people were this, this, and this. He didn't even say the black people were this, this, and this. He did a black person, uh, what you would call it, an impression. Hey, listen, it wasn't even terrible. It wasn't even rude, like on some, yo, he over here playing. Like he's trying to yeah. deepen the voice and whatever. But you know what? If you do it accurately, like anyone else in life, we're going to, you know, just be like, all right, yep. but that, that's fine. That's fine. Yo, man. I feel bad for this guy. I feel I really do. Not like terribly bad. I mean, you lose your job and you might lose your job. You right. But in, in this case, he wasn't supposed to lose his job just because he was. Uh, what's that word? He had an expectation. You know, he's he's used to certain things. He's used to a Whole Foods. I mean, realistically, bro, they, there's Whole Foods around New York. I mean, get your phone out. You're smart. Get your phone out. You know, go ahead and. Find out where it's at. Yeah, you don't have a car. I mean, realistically, most New Yorkers don't even want to use their car. They have a car. They just use the trains. This is the culture shock that you're in. And to the guy that was on TikTok, bro, listen, you first of all, you I know you're a New Yorker. I yeah. heard it all in your voice. You are a legit New Yorker. However, my brother, my brother that, you know, was trying to stick up for people, and I respect that, you got to realize, like, you got to know when to pick your battles. This was not the battle for you to get to play Captain Planet and get your TikTok viewership on. I'm pretty sure you already got the viewership, so who am I to even say that? But realistically, he wasn't being anything. He wasn't even being tone deaf. He just, he had an opinion. Yep. yep. He had an opinion. And, and his opinion is fine. Yo, this is why when you work in politics or you have these high, high-end jobs, like we were just talking about with, with uh, Senator Mack, don't be on Twitter. Don't be on Instagram unless you doing this podcasting personality like me and Dante. We don't even want to be on Instagram and all that stuff like that, but we have to. They make it seem like we have to. You know what I mean? If if Joe Button came down from the heavens and said, "Look, man, y'all two assigned to the network," I may have to ask him, like, "Yo, do, well, do we have to post now? Because like we're already in now. Like, you know, what I mean, just give me the software. Let me do the rest." I don't want to go on Instagram and say things. Because what if I tell you I don't like your lobster? I'm at Red Lobster. I don't like this endless shrimp. Why all these shrimp look like my pinky? You know what I'm saying? What if I start talking like that? What they going to do? Get me out of my show? They're going to kick me off my own podcast because I told you your shrimp look like, you know what I'm saying, clitoris. That ain't nice. The man can't get good eggs and cereal from a bodega. So what? That's true. That's true. You know, I live in Newark, New Jersey. You know, ain't nothing but, we call them corner stores around here. Ain't got nothing but corner stores all up and down. Like, I'm talking about, I could walk outside right now and go there. You think I go get cereal from a corner store? <laughs> Fuck no, I don't. If I ain't driving, I still get an Uber to the nearest Walmart. Hurry up. You know what I'm saying? Just get me there. Well, I go to ShopRite personally. I, don't, I ain't gonna lie to you. I know y'all from the South, and I know Walmart is the everything, but I'm not going to lie to you. I'm a little bougie, but I'm going to say this right now. Any place that makes me go get cereal and a flat screen from the same place, can't trust it. Can't trust it. Yeah, down South, Walmart is like the mall for us. So it's like, are we going to Walmart? It's an event going to Walmart for us. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Y'all live miles away from places anyway, so I can see why an event, you know what I'm saying? Like that's a that's a whole thing. Like I can go there and get two women in Walmart if I go to a North Actually, Carolina you Walmart. <laughs> you really could. Yeah, I was looking for guns. You know, I was looking for guns. You know, got to do gun law. You know, what I'm saying? I just, 
<laughs> I met an Asian. I don't know what's going on, Asian. <laughs> yep, right on aisle seven. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> so, <laughs> so honestly, I've, I've already given my take, man. I, I just honestly, th- this is again why I I put myself if I am to to pick a side. Why I I don't align myself with with the whole woke cancel culture thing because he shouldn't have lost his job now was it tone deaf as fuck absolutely but at the same time it's like where he's where he's from and where he is i can understand it i can understand it you know Dante, now, uh-huh. you're well, not to cut you off bro i'm, I'm about to give you your was on this if you was in michigan and you was in one of the wider parts of michigan you was on a Facebook or Instagram, and let's say you would you, you obviously would post yeah. daily. Not saying you would like right now. I'm just saying you're him. So obviously you would be posting daily. You know how we talk as black Americans. When we talk about people and we saw our white people, we're gonna say these white folks, blah, 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 blah. There's no and listen, depending on how you do it, there may not be no tone deafness right. in it. Like, if you want to say my man was tone deaf, fine. I agree with you on that. Fine. You know what I'm I don't yeah. really agree with you, but uh, but I'm just saying it's fine because he's white. So whatever he say, it could come off as tone deaf. I'm cool with that. But I can do the same thing in Michigan yep. in that way. And I don't want to lose nothing. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just being honest. Like, I just don't want to. You know what I'm saying? If, if you have a podcast-style conversation about gay America and it's a gay person next to me, I'm mm-hmm. talking about in my workplace. And I can't have an opinion, then I don't want to work here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how y'all get to bring up some stuff? And if I have something to say that shows different, yeah. and I'm just using the gay thing as an example. That doesn't, I don't have any disagreement with gay America for those who want to ask me that question. I love gay America. There's no issue. I'm just making the point that people do have differences right. on this type of topic. And let's say you work with someone that was a very good worker. And they had a difference of opinion. Nothing rude. Just like, yo, I don't get down with gay people. Should that person lose their job because they say they don't get down with gay people after the, outside of their work? Probably not. If they haven't shown anything detrimental, they haven't shown a drawing with a swastika right. and a rainbow next to it, then, you know, it's all good. People are going to have their opinions on stuff. You know what I mean? I meet women all the time that don't like short men. Doesn't mean my short ass ain't going to try to jump on top of them still. I'm going to still do it. <laughs> it's going to still happen. But... So, so for 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 <laughs> journalistic integrity, which honestly really is not anything integrity ab- about it, but the company was like, "Well, we fired him because of an old post where he revealed and showed his employment offer letter, and that was against company policy. We didn't let him go because of the videos that's going on now. We let him go because of that." I'm like, "Okay, so that's the loophole, but we really know why you did it." Um. So, but nah, I don't think yeah. he, he would have lost his job. Like, just for me, like, I could see, like, the bright eyes with him for those, like, and y'all could just watch the video for those that's listening. I could see the bright eyes where it's like, yo, this is an entirely new atmosphere for me. I'm not used to any of this. What is going on? Check this out. Yo, check this out. Yo, check this out. I want to do things that... I, I want to belong and and do what I need to do in this community to operate and thrive in this community, not in a hateful way. Like 
when when I saw the TikTok of him like, yo, I'm at this gym. I'm the only white guy. So I wore this NAACP shirt. So they'll vibe with me more. And I'm like, <laughs> like so like. <laughs> Listen. No, 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 no. It's, it's not. I didn't That's take that as tone deaf at all. I, I took that as, you know, I want to get in a position to where, you know, I belong or, or as he says, so they'll vibe with me better. So they'll, they'll accept me. So, you know, that type of thing. So it was like, it, it was a good gesture. It's like Tierra Mac twerking on the head for votes. It's like Jerome Davison, you know, putting on the Malcolm X Republican ad. It's the same exactly. thing. Was like, I got very good intentions. I just, I just want to get along. Yes. I just want to be a part, but just yes. the execution is like, I, I, come on, man. Like, and, and that's my whole, my whole experience. See? Of this, like, I get it, but oh, come on, man. <laughs> no, you know what that white dude needs? See, he in Michigan. See, he he, he should have been in Detroit. If you had 500 uh-huh. black friends, you would have been good because 500 black friends would have supported you. It would have been right on Twitter. It was like, hey, yo, nah, yeah. now my man Mike, yo, he good. No, trust me. Yeah. He good. He good. You know what I'm I used to date his sister. Uh-huh. He good. Trust. You know what I'm saying? It's a good dude right there. Mm-hmm. That's what you needed. That's exactly what you needed. Because think about this. About to get on some real uh-huh. history work shit real fast. I work in a call. Well, not work right now, but I work in call centers most of my life. So let me tell you something. Depending on what company I work for. It's, now me, as you can tell, like I'm a little wild. Like I like, I do my thing. Like when I talk to people, I do my thing. But hey, when I first started, it was, hello, how you doing? It was talking right. a, you know, a certain different you know, I don't like to say yeah. talk white because right. it's like, what is that? But that is you're carrying those linguistics. So it's like I'm doing that because, you know, there's white customers on the other end and you want to seem mm-hmm. relatable. Here I am. And then you're going to deal with the other 10. You know, it's 500 white people working here, but it's the 10 black people that's on the side looking like. I know you ain't just do that cracker shit. What what did you just do? What did you just do? What did I know you ain't out here signing white? And then you gotta go over here like you saw my check, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's one of those type of things, man. So, you know, bro, welcome to Black America. Yep. That's just what you just got caught up with. Welcome. You're officially one of us now. <laughs> You're officially one of us now. So now I, I, I will give somewhat of an update. Um and this was as of today, you know, uh, a GoFundMe was raised. And I think as of now, he has a little over $5,000 that was raised for him. Someone else opened the Go, uh, started a GoFundMe for him. And they have a little over $5,000 raised for him. Um, so, uh, go back yeah. to where he came from. <laughs> so, but that's just that, man. Like, you know, it, it's just an, an example for me. It's like, this is why I can't get down with the, with the woke stuff. Because, again, I just feel like that's just cultural appropriation, just even saying the word woke these days. Um, you know. I love how people, um, they make extensions of woke. Like, I've heard a white man call people woke-topians. <laughs> I said, oh. oh. That's, yeah. That's, that's class I'm going to have to take right that. <laughs> <laughs> the woke topians, Republican white dude on, on a, like a, one of yeah. them RNC conventions. Yo, he straight call wow. call people woke topians. I say yeah, I'm gonna have to use that. That was yeah. dope, or some variation of it. We, we have to remix it. Throw some throw some uh, some barbecue sauce on it. Um, some hot sauce. 
but yeah, man. So you know, I I just I just felt I I I don't want to say I feel bad, but it's like ah oh, man, that's 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 crazy. What happened to him? Because of course it's either you know he was racist, or of course we have people defending him. And, and it, I've seen you know some black people that has defended him. Um, it's like because even me, like my experience, because I've been in New York a uh, hell of times. I've been to New York a bunch of times. I'm actually going to be uh in New York August 28th. I, I picked up a rap, but I'm going to be battling, kicking somebody's ass up there, uh, up in Queens. But um, so like I've been there a bunch of different times, and my first experience was his experience because I'm like, oh, where's the Walmart? Where's this? 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 I got to get most of everything from. Now, of course, I knew a little bit more because, you know, these are my people, so I knew a little bit more. So I wasn't as wide-eyed and just absolutely just <laughs> out of my element. But at the same time, there is a it, right. it, there's difference, especially if you're coming from North Carolina. So it's like, you know, of course, the, I, I understand the experience, you know, but at the same time, it's like, nah, I, I didn't get a hint of racism from this interaction at all. It was funny as fuck. It was funny. Like, I ain't get no racism. But all right, then, y'all. Listen, listen. Uh, now, Nas, what I want you to do is give the uh, information for Homegirl with the hats and the fedoras once again uh, so people will know where to get these fedoras uh, because I'm actually going to go and order some myself. And I'm going to wear mine. As soon as it comes in, I'm going to wear mine. And then I'm going to show y'all how my head doesn't uh, isn't very conducive with hats. Okay, so go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand you, yo. Oh, man, yo. Hold on. Let me let me give you a second, yo. You are terrible, yo. You are terrible. You are terrible. All right. Chapeau okay. way. All right. C H A P E A U okay. underscore way. It's my homegirl Shante Boo Boo Kitty Harden. All right. That is she is the owner of the page. Okay. Uh yeah, she has all types of hats. I don't even know if I can like okay. look, look, so this one right here. Yep. Like so she, she got a little light on there. Let me see if we got some other ones. You go a Fendi one. Okay. You got Fendi. Yeah, all right. Let me see what else we got. Uh uh, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is a Gucci, but this is like a black and white Gucci okay. right here, Dante. Yep. Check this oh, out. I like that one. Yeah, see. Uh let me see. Let me see. Uh all right, I don't know if everybody's into the color pink. Cameron is, but he goes, he goes one in pink right here okay. with, the, with the Louis. Yep, I just found it. Yep, I'm looking at it now. Right. I just found it. Uh, check it out. Check, check it out. Yeah, is is that Kendrick Perkins? No, it's not Kendrick Perkins. I was looking at the first picture. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I would no. If you had like a football team, then she got some customized yeah. Steelers joints. Like her, her family, her family are big time Pittsburgh Steelers fans. You know, we from Jersey, so in Jersey, in Jersey, we we don't yeah. have a football team. So you know, it's it's in North Jersey like the Giants. Some people in South Jersey like the Eagles, but realistically, everybody got a team in New Jersey. It's like San Fran. They they like the Indianapolis Colts. I actually met a woman said I was she was a Colts fan. This was after Peyton Manning. And I was just like, yo, <laughs> you gotta get the fuck out of this state. Like who? The fuck <laughs> Who the fuck? Like you didn't kick her out. You didn't kick her out the state. You are banished. Banished. I really tried. Uh, that's funny, but the Colts. 
now. Like, you know, not even yeah. a major city. You know what I'm saying? Just like, I like any. Uh, yeah. Get uh, the fuck out of here, yo. I'm trying Get to out. say, are there any. Okay, there's the Pacers, but I'm like, is there any other. Damn. Yo, speaking of that, do you know battle rap legend Arsenal is the biggest Indiana Pacers really? fan? The biggest. I'm talking about he flies to Indiana. This yeah. is the Paul George days. He will fly to Indiana because I used to work uh-huh. for Nonfiction Radio and he was there at Nonfiction Radio. Him, him and Ray Swag would fly to Indiana, go to see an Indiana Pacers game. This is where uh-huh. Paul George was, was the man there. Yeah, Instagramming himself. I'm talking about, and he walked through the, the bottom tunnel so he yeah. get like those tickets, tickets. I'm like, yo, dude, yo, you know what, yo? I'll never talk crazy shit about you, yo, because you actually <laughs> like this suck ass team. Like, yo, you, you the man for that. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it was hella oh, jokes coming yeah. his way when I heard yeah, that. I'm like, what? Oh, man. What? They, Jesus. Like, you really flew up there to go to the Indiana? Only time I would watch, I, I used to watch the Pacers. Only because of uh, Victor Oladipo when he was there, and so like yeah, like I'm I'm a I'm a big Oladipo fan, and so of course he's in Miami, so I'm like all right, it's match made in heaven. But yeah, like with his Indiana, and I'm like I'm hoping if if Vic can get over his injuries and he can get back to the Indiana Oladipo, then like I'm really I'm really ride for Miami. Uh, it it, w- it would be more. Uh, bias and fanboy, other than being realistic. Now, if Olo Depot can get to the type of player that he was two, three seasons ago, I would definitely put Jimmy Butler and someone else yep. in a trade package for Durant. Yeah, and I love Jimmy Butler, but I'm just saying is they're two of the same. One is younger and a little bit more explosive with a better yep. jump shot, and that's Victor Olo Depot. And I would just go. And just tra- put Jimmy Butler in a trade package, try yep. to get the rent. See I what happens. Too. So I would. I was like, I just need him to get back. But he's been, you know, posting a lot of videos of you know working out. Hashtag revenge tour. And he's like, you know, saying things like you know everybody food. And I'm like, I'm like that. I like that. I like that. Every everybody food. So I'm like, I'm I'm just I'm. I'm this is true. This is true. And I'm I'm just hoping, praying, whatever trade package that Miami does, I, I, I don't even care about Durant because it's like that, that that's a uh, a hail mary throw to me as far as Miami goes. Um, you know, so of course yes. they've been putting their eyes on Donovan Mitchell, and I know there's some tampering involved. I know they got someone over there in Donovan Mitchell's ear, like, hey, you might as well go go ahead and get get that trade. Yeah, and I think it's D Wade. <laughs> I think it's D Wade. Um, but. Even so, I know they got their eyes on other things, but it's like, come on, man. It just if Oladipo comes back and he's back to what he used to be, like, and not even a hundred percent, eighty percent, eighty percent. Because even when he was still hurt uh, in Houston before he was traded to Miami, he was putting up twenty five and five on a hurt leg. So it was like, all right, man. Sweet. But but that's it. I'm I'm just I'm just waiting. But I'm not going to be. Um, I'm not holding my breath for anything big to happen because this happens more often than not. Stars or uh, uh, free agents or people who won't trade, they'll say they won't trade it or, or they, you know, say they're looking at quote unquote teams. Miami is always one of the teams, always one of the teams. And then people get all you know, get their hopes. Of, oh my God, so and so's coming to Miami, and then they'd be like, actually, I was just using you for leverage to get a bigger deal over here, and that's what normally happens. So like, ah, I'm, I'm not. You're not gonna get me this time. Not gonna get me this time. 
but uh but that's about it man yo we appreciate y'all checking this out um rest in peace to kt and her internet because man it's been a struggle bus it's been the struggle bus but we love you girl um once again on behalf this is episode 89 we we moving on up moving on up to episode 100 and you know i promise we're gonna do something special for y'all for episode 100 uh on behalf of the talk my credo podcast with your boy dante my boy Nasu Nuru of the Late Night Flight Podcast. But again, y'all check that out on all streaming platforms. If there's anything that streams anything, the Late Night Flight is going to be there. And on behalf of that, out of here. Stay fly, stay blessed. Till next time, peace out, y'all.